does it show it's recording on your side? Uh, yes, it says recording in my little corner. Okay, let's try this again. Okay. Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. Hey, Liz. Hey, Miss. What's up? Oh, you know, just ready to record this episode. So excited. And I'm trying to do it while dogs are sleeping. Oh, oh, shh. The dogs are sleeping. It's okay. As long as nobody makes any sounds outside, we're going to be good. Okay, cool. What's the saying? Let sleeping dogs lie. (laughs) What I'm going to try and do. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Do we have any housekeeping things um about before we go into the episode well we put out a challenge the last episode um to get our spotify followers over 300 that's right we were supposed to do that before december was our goal it actually happened before the episode came out which came out on 29th so that's awesome we're up to what almost 340 now 338 I really could just be making up a number that's highly possible so <laughs> I mean I'll go with it I'll take your <laughs> your uh, random number we are at 339 followers just on Spotify dang it I was one away I thought I was doing so good which we went up 11 from just yesterday holy moly so, I want to get that 400 before new year I, I agree. I think that would be amazing. I would love to, to have 400 beautiful people listen to our voices and celebrate the wonders that are supernatural. I guess is supernatural? Is supernatural? Uh, is super English? Eh, whatever. Supernatural. Oh, you're worried about proper ink. Come on, listen. <laughs> We're a podcast, Missy. We're professionals. Oh, so true. So true. <laughs> Uh, but I think we could do it. I think if all of our wonderful friends out there just keep sharing us, word of mouth on their social media, I think we can do it. I think that would be awesome. Even if we, if we surpassed it, oh my God, I'd hit the floor. I feel like if we hit a certain <laughs> thing, like I ha- we have to do something. Not hit the I don't know you're what that... hit the floor. You're, I was going up. Floor. You're like, it's, like fainting is the proper over. terminology <laughs> for what I would do. Hit the floor. <laughs> but you're hit the floor. Down on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this floor. This floor is so great. I'm so excited. I can't control how I feel. Must take it out on the floor. (laughs) The floor feels your love. Well, yes, we'll go with that. (laughs) Or your butt. All of the above. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Did you have anything else? Any other uh, housekeeping things? Uh... Ooh, for anybody who's interested in supporting us even further than you already have, because you guys have been already amazing, we are starting to try and make some merchandise. Uh-oh. So if there's anything that you guys want to person it, like personally see, <laughs> professionally see, I don't know what I was trying to create a word there with. Uh, if there's anything that you guys really want to see, uh, socks, mugs, things like that, uh, something that you can use that you would want to buy. Uh, please let us know because we're always looking for ideas. I mean, we have a couple of our own that we're kind of working on and designing, but we'd love to see what you guys have in mind. We have a couple. Um, That's all I got. Catchphrases? I don't know. <laughs> phrases. We they're kind of catchphrase. Yeah, I mean, our usual. I don't know. Well, I mean, the one catchphrase. <laughs> the one catchphrase we literally made last episode. It did. It just happened. But we said it enough in the episode for it to now be a catchphrase. And you know what? Consensus is that everybody is in the same thought 
process thought train as we are that yes. dean is in fact ben's dad so i mean the people this is fact it, it is it's what do they call it canon it's canon yes. it is canon damn it because we said so as a side note i feel like i have to move my computer and show you <gasps> what <laughs> what are you doing you're not even in the bed <laughs> You're not in the bed. He's trying to play with Tallahassee, who's down here, but he doesn't want to leave. Oh, I feel so he's it, like, bro. I'm going to be half lazy, like one leg in, one leg out. Yes. That's how we are right now. Yes. Loki, go back to bed. You're getting too far out of the bed for it to be comfortable for me to continue. There you go, buddy. Oh, man. I can't wait to get to a very supernatural Christmas. Mm-hmm. I can't wait either. We're only, what, three episodes? What, we're doing from? episode three, and that is episode eight. So we are five episodes. Well, technically, oh, we're four if we don't count the one we're doing right now. Okay. I was thinking it was episode six. But maybe that's wishful thinking to get it here faster. Yeah. Yep. It's season three, episode eight. Which we have already done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're gonna All do over again. again. Maybe we'll drink before we do this one. <gasps> we could wear, like, ugly sweaters. And maybe I could finally figure out that stream yard thing. And it could be a Christmas special. It could be a magical Christmas special. <gasps> That's great because then I can have my Scooby Natural mug and I can drink my. Uh, oh yes. man, I got to find a way to get a tea because I do have a very supernatural Christmas loose leaf tea. Not to be confused oh, with the Eye of the Tiger yes. tea, which I think I gave you. <laughs> I do. I have that, yes. <laughs> which, by the way, yes. I'm going to plug them right now because I love them. But if, any, if you really like tea, like we really like tea. Uh, there is something called Adagio that has fandom blends and they have multiple supernatural blends. It's where I got my Eye of the Tiger tea, which does have Dean on top of the Impala. And then it has, that's where I got my very supernatural Christmas tea. So they have tons of other ones and character driven ones and you can even make your own if you really want to. So if you're really into it, suggest you try it. Yeah, you can mix it up and make your own fandom blend. This is not paid for. I just really like tea. but I mean, if oh yeah, if they want us tea, to like gonna, plug them, I'm not gonna turn it away. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, if I have to. We love you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, do we want to get into yes. the episode? So today's episode is season three, episode three, "Bad Day at Black Rock," which aired October eighteenth, two thousand and seven, and takes place in Black Rock, Buffalo, New York, and Queens, New York. Queens. Queens. Her uh, her apartment in Queens was, uh, I don't know. I feel like it was a little big. Oh, she is paying millions on that. Queen. But, yes. I mean, I guess as per her professional job, uh, she has the money to afford it, apparently. That or is maybe true. she's a squatter and we just don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's her Airbnb. Yes, yeah, so she's like, no one's there. It's actually somebody else's house. She's just staying there. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a thief, so I'm sure she can oh, break in somewhere. Easily. Use their tongs. Easily. Okay. Into the plot. Right into the plot. So, uh, our frenemy Gordon comes back in this episode. Good old Gordon. Classic Gordon. Yeah, it is classic Gordon. He, he really was classic Gordon in this episode. <laughs> He's like a, an ex-girlfriend who's like just scorned lover. That's what he sounds like when he starts talking about Sam. Good old CG. Ugh, okay. Uh, so Kubrick, who is a hunter, visits fellow hunter Gordon Walker in prison and is told that Sam must die because he's inhuman. Which, I mean, do you know that for a fact, Gordon? You're just making assumptions, which I think is rude. He really, I mean, he, for a hunter, he really, pun intended, I guess, jumps the gun a lot on his decisions. <laughs> 
and yes. doesn't really think his actions through. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, he's very quick to pull the trigger. And I'm sure that's not the first time he's had issues no. like that. I doubt it. He seems like a person that would just, like, hate everybody. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, the brothers are alerted to a break-in in one of their father's storage units in Buffalo, New York, where thieves have stolen a rabbit's foot. Sam and Dean use security footage to track them down and retrieve the item. The thieves are taken into custody. Which, <laughs> taken into custody. I mean, they get into a, a hilarious apartment fight. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> however, the man who had discovered the rabbit's foot unexpectedly dies. Bobby informs Sam and Dean that the foot is cursed. Anyone who touches it, which of course Sam already has, is granted good luck but will die within a week if the foot is lost. As Bobby researches a method to destroy it, Sam begins to have good luck. Later, however, a waitress spills coffee on Sam and distracts him and steals the foot. That's not entirely accurate. He spills the coffee on himself. Yeah. If we're being nitpicky about this Wikipedia. Uh, now I lost my place. I mean, I feel like we hold Wikipedia to a higher standard, so therefore we should hold them too. I do. And I read this through too to make some changes to it. Um, but of course, I like to comment on the things I left in. Uh, when Sam begins to have bad luck, they interrogate their surviving thief, and they learn that a woman who hired them was Bella Talbot. Uh, Bobby knows of her and how she steals supernatural items for profit, and he gives them a lead on her location. Dean finds and retrieves the foot from Bella's flat in Queens. Meanwhile, Sam's bad luck helps Kubrick and another hunter track him down. They prepare to kill Sam, but Dean arrives in time and uses a good old luck of the rabbit's foot to <laughs> incapacitate them with a pen and a TV remote. Bobby finds a ritual to break the curse. The Bella interrupts uh, before its completion. Of course. Uh, she demands that the foot... Or she demands the foot. She does demand the foot. She's give it here. <laughs> I demand this foot. <laughs> and shoots Sam in the shoulder, which was rude. Uh, he to- always gets shot in the shoulder. I know. Like, his, he's suffering from his shoulder injury in season 15. <laughs> he is. Oh, poor Sam. Is it the same shoulder? It is, yeah. Oh my, no wonder his, it still hurts. His left he's shoulder. Getting, he's getting older. He can't be taking shots to the shoulder like he used to. I know. He's going to have to go get some cortisone or something. Why doesn't he just have like a specific like shoulder vest? Exactly. <laughs> a bulletproof vest for your shoulder. Yes. <laughs> They're never going to shoot me anywhere else. Uh, so she does that to display her ruthlessness. Dean tricks her into becoming cursed, forcing her to follow forcing her to allow the foot's destruction. However, she gets the last laugh as she stole the winning lottery tickets Dean got with the foot. Kubrick later visits Gordon in prison again, uh, believing that the coincidences that helped him locate Sam were caused by God. He agrees to help Gordon break out of prison. I feel like that's not going to go well. I don't either, but I appreciate in this episode that uh, this is our first kind of like hint at Bella Lugosi. Yes. Because yeah. that's the name that uh, Grossman gives them. Yeah. Which he's half right, I guess. <laughs> and he's not wrong. And she spells it the way Bella Lugosi does. She doesn't spell it Twilight style. <laughs> not Twilight. Not Twilight, Bella Law. <laughs> Bella. 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 B-E-L-A, not B-L-L-L-A. Yes, no. <laughs> I also uh, found it funny that, like, apparently it's not okay to touch the rabbit's foot. But if you have it wrapped in a handkerchief. It's fine. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if you put that thing in your pocket and you go to reach in, but the handkerchief's like slid off and you just accidentally touch it? You're like, oh no. Yeah. And maybe I also she, appreciate that. Maybe mm-hmm. she took the tongs into her pocket to get it yeah, out. I feel like you have to. Maybe. It's a safe bit. Or gloves. 
Do yes. gloves work? Oh, I would think because you're why not would... skin touching. I... Yeah, why did no one wear gloves in this entire episode? I know, Dean picked it up like it was no big deal. Although, since Dean is already going to hell, would it really matter if he touched it? Like, if Or he... would it keep him safe? <gasps> I don't know. Because he technically can't die until the year is up. Yeah. Or it's null and void. Interesting. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. Yeah. How'd you feel about Dean reacting to Sam when he told him about Ruby? Oh, he was pissed. Well, I mean, it's a demon. He's mad because yeah. Sam let the demon go. Yeah. And he can't believe that Sam believes the fact that she is a different type of demon. Do you like, though, that Sam kind of flipped it a little bit and was like, we can, like, he was getting reprimanded by, like, his father. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, but we can use her. I'm only keeping her around so I can use her to get information. I think, honestly, Sam was kind of being truthful. Like, he wasn't trying to trick Dean. I feel like that's Sam actually thinking that is possible. Whereas, like, Ruby's using Sam. Sam's trying to use Ruby. So it's this um, weird dichotomy that they have going. But at the same time, knowing that both of them are going to potentially kill each other. Yeah. Like, there's no way Ruby could possibly think that she's going to get out of working with a hunter who has a brother like Dean. Yeah. Completely scot-free. Dean gives no Fs. No. <laughs> like, once they hit their goal, they're probably going to try and kill each other. Yeah. Oh, you're dead. In the beginning gone. of this magical team up, I guess. <laughs> I, just, I just pictured riding on a unicorn. It's a magical team up. Well, Dean was also probably mad because his thought process on this is that Sam is. Sam. Sam. Uh, Sam is teaming up with a demon because of him. Because the only reason he's using it is to try and get, I, get more. Uh, information about the demons that obviously they're battling as well as uh, the Crossroads deal. Right. So Dean's probably like, well, what the fuck? Like, you're just trying to find (laughs) ways to get around this, and now you're teaming up with a demon, which you would never do for me. Dean even says that she knows that Dean is Sam's weakness. Like, she's using that to her advantage, saying that he can, she can help him when she knows she can't, because that's the one thing that Sam you know, would want to protect. Yeah. How about uh, the cute little brother remembrance moment upon figuring out that, you know, dad had this storage unit and they get in there and they're like, oh, dad kept all this? It's my, fir- my first shot off, sawed off shotgun. I made like, that when I was like eight. I thought it was hilarious, though, that the thing that they, he kept for Sam was a soccer trophy. And which, by the way, his division championship soccer trophy was like so tiny. Like it was like a baby. And then he keeps Dean's first sawed off shotgun, which was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> this whole episode was just, there's so many funny moments. It was one of those like reset episodes. But, I mean, the whole the fight in the apartment to the fight in the hotel. <laughs> All the fights. All, all the, fights the fights are so bad. <laughs> all the fights. In, when Sam is in the hotel room and the air conditioner catches on fire and then he catches on fire, it's like, it's hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then Dean, like, I, I felt kind of bad at the end with everything that they went through when Bella stole the scratch-offs. Yeah. But at the same time, Dean was using Sam. He's like, well... Since you touched it already, let's make some money. Yeah, he's like, let's go to Vegas. You want to go to no. Vegas? Oh, and Sam's just like, can we not? Like, I could potentially die at any moment now. Like, yeah. my life isn't off the table. There's no sa- fail safe for me. Like, 
I fell running out of the restaurant and skinned my knee so bad. Ripped my jeans, skinned my knees. Lost my shoe. Lost my shoe. (laughs) I was trying to think how his shoe could fall in that grate. Because, like, he's trying to wipe his gum off, right? Yeah. I guess it bounced. I guess it was, like, one of those, like, grated things, but, like, with the open back. So maybe it hit that and fell in. Oh, I don't know. I thought it went down in between. And I was thinking, because the the back of your shoe is kind of higher, like, on your heel. I was like, And his shoe cannot be small. It's not. It was a skinny one, though. It was like a flipper. It was, like, one of those Puma, like, with no sole shoes. Mm, Like a Tom. Like a Tom's Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm thinking, I'm like, how did it fall in there? Because he doesn't have small feet, and I figured it would catch, but I guess that's TV magic for you. Also, the timing and how it was played in this episode I thought was very smart in the showing of, like, the good luck turning quickly to bad luck. Mm -hmm. Because you think winning all that money at a restaurant because you're the whatever number of customer. It's bigger sins. Uh, bigger sins for a year's <laughs> worth of food. It's like, really, this is all just lucky for Dean. Like, I guess the rabbit right. foot doesn't change for the person it's with. <laughs> just right. changes for, like, what could possibly be. Yeah. And how something like that quickly changes to, oh, no, now Gordon knows where they are, which is now bad luck, because then they can find them. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm very curious. I don't think that was a rabbit's foot. I think that was a hare's foot. That was a big old foot. That was a giant foot. It's one of those bunnies that are the size of small children. But I, th- I loved jared's acting in this episode when it turned into the bad luck because he was just like <laughs> he was a little such kid. a pouty kid yeah he was such a pouty kid they're like oh man come on you gotta be kidding me like <laughs> his facial expressions were hilarious when he lost his shoe no oh, that's still <laughs> hands down my favorite i can i can picture it in my head perfectly like i said last time that was my first vine because i was absolutely dying and i was sam <laughs> it's so funny when they go back to the thief to find out like who sold them the rabbits or who they stole the rabbit's foot for and he just walks in the door and like takes out a lamp and like falls on the floor and dean is just staring at the guy just like okay and he's like are you okay it's like i'm fine it's like okay let's get back to business and then sam finds a gold watch just for fun i guess also, the fact that Sam was, like, real cool with her cleaning him up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think at some point you'd just be like, no, I got it. Like, really? You don't have to do that? Okay. Fine. Pretty lady. And you know that's Dean's thought. is like, pretty lady. Wiping you down, brother. Yeah, Talk exactly. about luck. Yeah. Just goes to show you, just never trust a pretty girl when she shows up in the middle of a small town. Or, well, I guess they're in New York, so it's not a small town. But still. With a bad wig on. Horrible wig. Horrible. I mean, they probably weren't looking at her wig, but still, you gotta know, guys. I also like the fact that Dean was just like, okay, look, all right, I know we were fucking around with this rabbit's foot. We were doing real good with it. We were having fun. I get that things are bad now. And then at the end, he was just like, Sam, don't move. Don't even breathe. <laughs> don't think about it. It's like, don't, <laughs> scratch, in the chair. don't scratch your nose. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> immediately, like, it's, a, it's like, don't think about purple hippos. Oh man! Don't think about purple hippos. Don't think about. And then you think about purple hippos. You're like, damn it! So you didn't. Like, I'm sure his nose wasn't itchy. Oh no! But as soon as he's like, don't even itch your nose. He's yeah. Like, oh oh damn it! Now I have to itch my nose, but I can't. Like. Mm. That's when someone's like, "We're not stopping to pee," and you're like, "Oh, I gotta pee now." Damn it! Like, 
At that point, just have Sam sit in the middle of a room on the floor with his legs crossed because his chair could break <laughs> if he sits on a chair. Something could happen with the bed. You can knock the lamp over. It'll start a fire. He could not even touch anything and start a fire. It happens. That's also He could literally <laughs> look at it and just start a fire. Also, the fact that like she could fetch a, like $1.5 million for that rabbit's foot. Yeah. Who's pay- I, no. What? I can tell you right now, based on some of my research. I mean, it's difficult. $1.5 million dollars you researched what rabbit's feet are going for cursed rabbit's feet i did actually <laughs> and it is not 1.5 million dollars promise you that i didn't know there was a market for it in, in uh, the real world but i did i did like that last little ugh, at the end when dean tricked bella yeah i was quick thinking on his part i it was i wouldn't it. have thought about that yeah. catch oh man you think about it it's the same thing like, you know you see some flying at you, your first instinct is to grab it right yeah, not let it go. Not let the cursed rabbit foot fly to the ground. Although, does it count if, like, the rabbit foot hits you in the head? Because <laughs> technically you touched it with your skin. But you didn't touch it, touch it. If it bounces off of you. <laughs> Just square in the head. Like the remote? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if that counts. Now I'm curious. What, what if she had gotten? What if Dean had like just chucked it at her? <laughs> just bounced it off of her <laughs> in the barrel of his eight-year-old sawed-off shotgun. What if she had her little, her little uh, salad turner things in her tongs? Oh, her tongs! <laughs> Grabbed it out of the sky. <laughs> now we're in just like a weird like Japanese fight where she just like flicks it with like a fan. She she Mr. Miyagi that shit with. <laughs> She's like, I got my chopsticks. I'm gonna get a fly. I don't, I just, uh, this episode was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was fun while introducing and bringing back some, like, key plot points and characters. Yeah. But so over the top that it was not a serious episode at all. <laughs> not not at all. The beginning was serious, the end was serious. Like, every, any part that Gordon was in was, like, a serious moment. Other than that, no, nothing. Hilarity ensued. Also the fact that Gordon, like, switched it up at the end. Because I feel like he wasn't on his this mission from God to kill Sam initially. No, I I think he said that just because that guy's a little whacked. You think so? Yeah, because I don't I think... feel like Gordon is now like if he puts his mind to something he thinks of, he'll eventually believe it. Yeah, but is it necessarily God telling him to do it, or is it just him being a dick? I think that guy's look at the guy with had that Jesus. As... Oh, on his in his RV. The guy. It follows me. Its eyes are following me. <laughs> Don't touch my Jesus. What a thing to say. I know. <laughs> Hands off my Jesus. Oh, man. Do you wonder? I wonder if Sam ever got his shoe back or if they have extra shoes. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he went in the sewer to get his shoe. I mean, we've seen them go into sewers for less. <laughs> True. Yeah, I didn't even realize. I didn't even notice. Did he, have, did he have a shoe on in the hotel room? Honestly, I didn't look. Now I'm now I'm gonna go back and rewatch it and figure I this know. out. Hmm. Continuity, people. Continuity. You think, he, you think he would just walk around with one shoe the whole rest of the episode? They're like burning the rabbit's foot, which I thought that was kind Ooh, of no. Okay, so I did look it up. There are two errors with Sam and his falling shoe. Oh, okay. Tell. Uh, all right. So one is that when Sam comes out of the restaurant and falls, and he scrapes up his jeans. Hmm. At the motel, his knees are dirty, but there are no holes. Oh. And in the same hotel, after Sam loses his shoe, there's a shot of them walking where shoes are on both feet. And then later he's sitting in the chair with one shoe missing. 
Are you telling me Sam has magic pants? Sam has magic pants and a shoe. Magic pants and shoes. Magic shoe pants. Magic. <laughs> you know, you know the term pantaloons. This is a pant. <laughs> a pant. You can use with the, a, a pant shoe. shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we went the same place on that pantaloon. Oh man. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a fun episode. I appreciated it. Do you I feel more- like season three gave us like some fun episodes in a season of darkness. Yes. So we got some other good ones coming up. Dean's Dean's last Dean's Dean. last year on Earth. Do we want more fun facts to follow up your fun panta shoe facts? Panta shoe facts, <laughs> yes. I would okay. love to learn more about this episode. Well, I don't have anything more about panta shoes. It's okay. But <laughs> I'll let it slide this time. I think I think the people listening will also let it slide, but you're gonna have to come back with something next time. Uh, panta shoes could become a mug. I just, just throw it <laughs> panta out there. shoes. It's literally just a pair of pants, like on one side, just <laughs> dirty shoes. with two shoes, and on the other side, just has holes in one shoe. Write it down. Write it down now. <laughs> Write it down. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yes. Writing down panta shoes. Okay, panta now shoes. continue with your okay. tiddly bits. Oh, write that down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing Tiddly Bits back. (laughs) Because it makes me smile. Okay, so as we hinted in the last episode and we talked about at the beginning, uh, Lauren Cohen, who plays Bella Talbot, is in starting in this episode, uh, also stars in The Walking Dead, along with Jeffrey D. Morgan, who, of course, plays Daddy John Winchester, uh, the character Bella Talbot slash Lugosi was, hold on, sorry. I felt like my microphone was touching me. It is. Oh. Okay. Back off, Mike. Yeah. Don't be like Bella all touchy on Sammy's pants. Won't be the last uh, time she's touching a Winchester. Oh. <laughs> the character Bella Talbot slash Lugosi was named after Hungarian actor Bella Lugosi, who starred in several horror movies from the 1920s and 30s, such as Dracula and Bride of the Monster. Uh, the character Bella Talbot is also named after Lawrence Stewart Talbot, uh, the character Lon Chaney Jr. played in The Wolfman. Also, Bella Lugosi was offered the role of Frankenstein because Dracula came out around the same time as Frankenstein did. Uh, but he turned the role down because it was gr- too grotesque of a role to play in stark contrast to the gorgeous uh, Dracula that he played with a Hungarian accent, which he kept for the longest time. Uh, so the role ended up going to Boris Karloff. And a lot of people think that there was some kind of a rift between Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi when there really wasn't. Ooh, monster fight. Classic monster fight. Classic monster fight. So, yeah, also tiny Bela Lugosi fun fact. Bella Ghostly Tiddly Bit. Bella Ghostly Tiddly Bit. Uh, in the final scene where Dean says, Son of a bitch! Which is a classic Dean line. Uh, classic Dean. That line was actually ad-libbed, uh, and you can see Jared break and laugh. <laughs> oh, God. I would, yeah, I would too, friend. I would too. <laughs> he was just in. He was like, Son of a bitch! He's <laughs> like, It's so nice to shoot people. You just don't go around shooting people. Not uh, in Dean's world. No. I mean, Dean will go around and shoot people, but you cannot go around and shoot Sam. No. Well, you no. can't. You can't even touch Sam. No, that's true. Sam can't even scratch his own nose. <laughs> he can't even put out his own fiery arm. Nope. <laughs> Just passes out and falls on the floor. By the way, did they ever? Uh, he had to get some kind of burn on his arm, don't you think? 
Oh, he definitely. I, I mean, unless it was just superficial and it never actually like made it the whole way through. Maybe he had like a really thick wool rich flannel shirt underneath. <laughs> Well, I don't know. He doesn't wear sleeves, apparently, under his jackets. So That's true. So, yeah, he would definitely have had a burn <laughs> on his arm. No one was concerned about that. Nope, not even Dean. Not really. <laughs> uh, this is the first time Bobby calls the boys idgits. Oh, this is the introduction of idgits? Yes, this is the first time he says idgits. Oh, Bobby. I feel, like, I feel like he's always said that. That's so weird. Have we had a balls yet? Has he said balls? I don't I know. Don't. Bobby Singer. Oh, don't balls. put in Bobby Singer balls. <laughs> <laughs> that could be something totally different, Liz. Touche. Touche. Supernatural <laughs> balls quote. As specific as I could possibly be. Bobby Singer's balls. This just has 10 quotes. I don't know if we'll be able to. Uh, this is season seven, episode 18. I feel like that's not the first time. Oh, no, it had to be before that. I just think it's something so Bobby that I don't don't even realize if he has said it yet. That's so Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Okay. I digress. I will okay. keep searching, but continue with your Tivoli bits. The storage unit that was robbed was rented under the name Edgar Casey. Edgar Casey was a famous American psychic and was known as the sleeping prophet because he supposedly had the ability to put himself in a sleep-like trance before he gave a reading. A bad day at Black Rock is the title of a 1955 film starring Spencer Tracy as a mysterious stranger who arrives in a small town in search of someone and ends up changing the life of the town forever. Uh, it's also the title of episode 16 of the, <laughs> the A-Team. Sorry, I got, got a little. I guess that was season one, episode six of the A-Team. That's from Supernatural Wiki. Now, Supernatural Fandom says... Uh, in the 1955 film Bad Day at Blackrock, the main character arrives in a strange town called Blackrock to conduct important business and is met with several mishaps at the hands of a, its mysterious townspeople. He eventually discovers that there is a plot to murder him as a means of keeping the town's dark secret. Ooh. I guess you have to watch it to find out what the dark secret was. Oh, I'm glad they didn't give that spoiler away. <laughs> Seriously. The movie's only what? 70 years old <laughs> we can't spoil it the jacket that sam is wearing in this episode where his arm catches on fire uh is the same jacket he was wearing when he was stabbed by jake tally okay he's really just stop wearing that jacket it's a bad luck jacket maybe that's what made the bad luck <laughs> maybe yeah it's not the rabbit's foot it's the jacket it's he a was... crime against fashion it's he... bad luck do they wash it and how is there not a stab hole in the back? Like, did, what I don't do these think they boys have time up. to wash their laundry? Yeah, and I don't think they're mending it. I could see Sam mending. I could see him having like a little pocket sewing kit. Well, Dean's driving. He's just sitting there. Yeah, the that's exactly what he, Just He's got nothing mending. else to do unless he's got his magical Wi-Fi attached to baby. He's like, Dean, do you have any socks that need darned? I can darn your sock for you. I see you have a blue shirt. I only have red thread. I have to stop. I'm sorry. Can we hit up the nearest Joanne's? We can't have this. Uh, the entire episode is about luck. If you look closely in the thug's apartment, I like that they say that, the thug's apartment. Thug's apartment. <laughs> there is an upside down horseshoe above the door. Horseshoes are an international symbol of luck. If the horseshoes are right side up, it collects good luck. And if the horseshoe is upside down, it lets all the good luck out and invites bad luck in. Uh, this is the first of several instances where the made-up diner named Biggersons is used. Later, Biggersons will have a turducken sandwich, which is just amazing. 
Classic turducken. Classic Biggersons. As a side note, so I've been doing some research. You've been doing some balls research? Yes, without actually searching that. And <laughs> it looks like he says it in season six, episode four, and then season seven, episode 10 and 18. Oh, I feel like there's been more balls than that. Apparently not till season six. Really? I'm gonna, now I'm going to be extra eagle eye on the, the balls. That just sounds... That's just bad. As a side note, I have a very good surprise for the holiday episode that Ooh. I just found. So I'm really excited about it. Okay, uh, don't spoil it. Not doing it. No I spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, the flash from the photo taken at Biggerson's causes the check Sam and Dean received to read free for one year instead of free food for one year. Uh, this may be a reference to Dean's Crossroads contract because which he is only free for one year. Oh, Dun, dun, dun. Fascinating. Uh, when Dean throws the pen into the barrel of the gun, it mirrors the movie Batman. Oh, excuse me. Mirrors the move Batman did using a batarang in the movie Batman under the hmm. under the red hood. Uh, Jensen Ackles actually voices Jason Todd in this movie. He does, and he also cosplayed him. Oh, really? Yes, and he looks awesome. Nice. I mean, he looks awesome all the time, Liz. So, but the red hood wears a. Oh, is that them. what? Wait, is that what that was from? That's the Red Hood. Oh. Yeah, the mask of the Red Hood. Yeah. I feel dumb now. <laughs> but now I know. No, don't. Don't. The more you know with Missy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Kubrick tells Sam, "I'm on a mission from God," he's quoting the Blues Brothers, which I knew because I love that movie. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, run a mission. A mission Snuck right from past God. me. Snuck right by me. Oh, come on, Liz. I'm the worst. I also have been letting my tea steep this entire time, so. <laughs> mm, can't wait to drink this really strong green rooibos tea. It's going to be extra tea It's going to be extra peppermint barky. Ooh. As they prepare to burn the rabbit's foot, Dean says, say goodbye, wascally rabbit. And he's mm. quoting Elmer Fudd from the classic TV cartoon, Looney Tunes. Which we find out later on was a big part of Dean's childhood. Mm-hmm. Classic cartoons. Yes. I feel like... If it wasn't part of your childhood, your childhood was sad. I mean, even though they had a childhood that was pretty sad in sure. retrospect, I mean, if you ask Sam. Yeah. I mean, they still did childhood things, eating cereal, watching cartoons on Sunday morning, killing demons. Then going Usually, to have mom's some... bad cooking. <laughs> going to have some SpaghettiOs, you know, and then dumping the SpaghettiOs out. Ugh. Let's not get mm. on that again. <laughs> uh, Wayne and Grossman are playing poker those are the two thugs are playing poker as sam and dean are sneaking into the apartment to get the rabbit's foot wayne gets four kings and later on says he got two royal flushes in eight hands the odds of getting a royal flush are six hundred and forty nine thousand seven hundred and forty to one and four of a kind your odds are four thousand one hundred and sixty five to one holy moly yeah so his rabbit foot was working should have gone to vegas should have. Uh, one place mentioned by characters in this episode is an unspecified location outside of Buffalo, uh, presuming that this is in New York State. Are there other Buffaloes? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to be map ignorant. Are there other Buffaloes? Uh, it's later said to be just a few hours drive to Queens, adding geographical credence to this theory that this is actually Buffalo, New York. 
uh, maybe an interesting note that Blackrock, the location mentioned in this episode's title, is actually a neighborhood in the northwest section of Buffalo. So there is Buffalo, New York, and then there is Buffalo City, North Carolina. Oh, but see, you would say city. It, uh, its name is Buffalo City, and then there's Buffalo City, Wisconsin. Okay, but there's like just one Buffalo. Yes, there's one Buffalo. Okay. <laughs> that is New York. <laughs> so, but then Black Rock is an actual place and is actual neighborhood of Buffalo, New York. Huh. Interesting. It is interesting. And that is what I have for you today. All righty. Well, I appreciate your tiddly bits. Most people do. <laughs> Well, that's what they all come to listen to, right? Exactly. Not me. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to listen to me drown on about things. They want to get those knowledge bombs <laughs> dropped on them. They want the tiddly bits, and then they're out. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> Please don't leave yet. I have good information for you. Listen to Lynn. It comes from History.com, OMGFacts.com, How Stuff Works, Modern Farmer, and Britannica. Modern Farmer. Ma- yes, we are going to Modern Farmer. Okay, that's a new one. That caught yep. me a little off guard. I wasn't ready for <laughs> Modern Farmer. All right. I just thought well, of Farmers Only. I was like, Liz, what are you doing? <laughs> no. I don't think you can find what I'm looking for on Farmers.com. You're like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't think I count, even though I have a herd of dogs. <laughs> you could uh, start a team of dogs and pull your sled over the winter you know once we got five that's actually the joke that i said that i have enough for a dog sled team <laughs> uh however wesley's definitely not pulling anything he's gonna be <laughs> sitting in the sled and tallahassee has to be at the front but everybody's got such tiny little legs that they're literally just gonna get run over she, she's gonna be like she's just gonna pull the whole thing herself she's gonna be like max and hop on the sleigh like in the grinch just watch everything like, happen. We have too many sassy dogs. They're just going to be like, uh, what? No, you pull the sled. We're <laughs> sitting in it. You pull the sled. And then you're going to get out in the front and be like, oh, man. All right, fine. Let's do this. I guess. Whatever. <sighs> All right. So I'm going to be telling you about the bad guy of this episode, the rabbit's foot. <gasps> the true villain <laughs> that they didn't want to tell you about. <laughs> All right, so bet you didn't know it, but there are actually specifications for a rabbit's foot to be considered lucky. Not all feet are lucky. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Just don't go randomly out and just rip a rabbit's foot off because. No, and actually most rabbit's feet now are wax and plastic covered in faux fur and dyed with an unnatural color. So they're not actually even rabbit's feet. I would hope not. Yeah, me too. Um, especially because, like, once you find out what they have to do, like, please don't. So in order to be considered lucky, it must be the left hind foot of a rabbit. The rabbit needs to have been captured or killed in a cemetery. And the rabbit's foot must be cut off on a specific day, usually a Friday, with variations given such as weather and date and et cetera, things like that. So what Sam told us is actually pretty accurate. He wasn't too far off. Wow, that's cool. Now, according to folklorist Billy or Bill Eilish or Ellis, not Billy Eilish, not Billy Eilish, nope. but Bill Ellis, <laughs> the foot would be more powerful if the rabbit were killed on an actual grave of a person, not just in the cemetery. And oh. supposedly the meaner the person, the luckier the foot would be. So if you killed it on a serial killer, you'd be like, I have the luckiest foot in the world. But wow. if you kill it on like the grave of a nun, you're probably not going to get much luck. I mean, it'll be kind of lucky, but. So you have to like 
like figure you have to research mm-hmm. the grave to kill it on so you're not just going on like grandma smith over there no and you're not just chasing it a random cemetery i mean you can but if you're yeah. really planning it out well i feel like something like this you're gonna have to plan out i'll just wait because oh. further down <laughs> okay um so this actually began as a branch of totemism which is a system of beliefs in which humans have a kinship or a mythical relationship with a spirit being, such as an animal or a plant, uh, and the totem is thought to be the interaction with a given kin group, and it serves also as their emblem or symbol. So, like, the rabbit's foot could technically be a totem for some, some form of a god or the animal itself, and that's how they communicate and show their kinship with them. And according to European belief, rabbit's foots uh, are actually considered good luck charms, not just like the actual rabbit's foot. This also is very similar to the hand of glory. Have you heard of a hand of glory? I have not. Okay, so it actually stems from the code of Hammurabi, which is a Babylonian code of laws from Mesopotamia circa 1772 BC, uh, which basically boils down to an eye for an eye. Okay. uh, Meaning if you took something, somebody could take something from you. Okay. So the hand of glory is generally a human hand, uh, which is then turned into a candle um, after it has been dried, obviously severed from the body. Uh, Better to be a left hand of a hanged man. (laughs) Uh, Originally, before it became a candle, it was thought to be the pickled right hand of a felon cut off as the body hung in the gallows, used by burglars to send sleeping victims into a coma. (laughs) And I don't know if they, like, slap people with the pickled hand (laughs) or if they just carried the pickled hand in a jar while they were burglarizing a home, Uh, but they believed that the hand of glory would actually cause the sleeping people of the house that they were burglarizing to fall into a coma and never wake up. You just get... Excuse me, you just get... I can't even... You just get... Pickle hand slapped? You get bitch slapped by a pickled hand. Can you imagine being that guy that has to go cut off the hand of a hanged man in the gallows and be like, oh, remember remember burglar Todd? Yeah, he got hung today, but we need his hand. <laughs> go hit people with it. Uh, and eventually make a candle out of it. And what I'm curious of is oh I looked up pictures, and I can't tell if it's just like one candle like coming out of the middle finger or something, or if it was actual like five-pointed candle of just a hand stuck on a plate there is an etsy commercial that has a hand candle like that hand of glory there's like a girl and she's like it looks like she's doing like tarot or something and there's a hand Mm. candle a lot of people especially palmistry will have the candle with the lifelines and the heart lines and that stuff on the candle uh but originally it was called the hand of glory it was actually a human hand oh okay according to folklorist Nubel Niles Puckett, 20th century. This name might sound familiar, so brace yourself. Grover Cleveland received a rabbit's foot. The president had a rabbit's foot? Supposedly that- from a rabbit who was killed on Jesse James's grave <gasps> while running for president in 1884. Was that the first time or the second time he ran for president? That was the first time he ran for president. Okay. So he, some dog is doing something, sorry. <laughs> it's making Tallahassee buff. It's, it's doing something somewhere. Yeah. Um, which is also kind of 
questionable because there's that rumor that Jesse James never really died the way that he said he did and that he's not really buried in his grave. Right. So who's to say if the rabbit really was killed on Jesse James's grave? Mm-hmm. But supposedly, Grover Cleveland, while running for president in 1884, received a rabbit's foot from a rabbit that was really killed on Jesse James's grave. He then went on to win and serve as president from 1885 to 1889, obviously leave office, and then serve a second term from 1893 to 1897. Now the Celts, the Celtics believe rabbits spent too much time underground and therefore they could speak to the gods. So they revered them almost on the same kind of a level. And thousands of years ago, Western Europe only had hares. So they didn't have rabbit's feet. So the idea of rabbit's feet in Europe never was an actual thing. They didn't have rabbits. Um, And hares are simply just a larger species of the rabbit. Um, And they were actually considered lucky. And now both are acceptable. They're like, rabbits? Sure, why not? They're interchangeable Uh, now. Really prefer a hare, but you know what? My child's hand is far too small to carry that thing around. So rabbit's cool. Also, very true in this episode, losing a rabbit's foot is considered bad luck. Um, Even if you don't use it or carry it around, you are not to lose it. You're supposed to keep it safe and secured. Uh, In 16th century literature, rabbit's feet actually were used to ward off aches and pains, not used for luck. I have a a same shoulder. It's like, oh, my shoulder. Just rub the the rabbit's foot on it and be like, oh, I feel better. I have some arthritis. From my um, gunshot a, wounds. My first gunshot wound <laughs> to the shoulder. <laughs> Just actually put the rabbit's foot in. Oh, there you go. Fill up the Leave hole. it there. Then you can't lose it. Yeah, exactly. Um, according to many cultures, the rabbit is actually tied to fertility. Shocking, I know. And that could technically be uh, what ties the rabbit's foot to. The idea that it is seen as a phallic symbol. Oh, <laughs> okay. Or a foot. Sure, why not? Or it's seen as a foot. <laughs> it is a rabbit's foot the foot of a rabbit it's not a rabbit um, in the 18 in 1880s <laughs> the rabbit's foot was actually a popular trinket that you could buy in New Orleans um, strictly due to the idea of hoodoo or conjure culture and it was then seen as good luck or used as an abundance amulet generally for money in most folklore, the right side is actually the good side the left side is the sinister side which is why you want so the idea is to basically do everything bad to make it good. Okay. Uh, so the back legs are actually the worst. So it's the idea of a backward element. Having the worst leg is actually turning to be the luckiest leg. And because of that, in 1908, British account reports rabbit feet being imported from America, because obviously Europe and Britain didn't have didn't rabbits. Have rabbits. <laughs> they had hares. So obviously America had to be like, we have rabbits. Here you go. <laughs> Take all of our feet. Take them. We don't want them they were, anymore. They were actually... Oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Duh. Commercial. I'm glad it's not just me today because <laughs> I, I couldn't think researched. <laughs> like, it's on the um, tip of my tongue. Yeah. So the Americas were importing to the British rabbit's feet with the quote, the, hind, the left hind foot of a rabbit killed in a county churchyard at midnight during the dark of the moon on Friday the 13th of the month by a cross-eyed, left-handed, red-headed, bow-legged Negro riding a white horse. Wait a minute. <laughs> red-headed. How does that happen? <laughs> okay, so it is a cross-eyed, left-handed, red-headed, bow-legged on a white horse, mind you. And that also ties to the idea of the backward elements because red hair was seen as bad luck and cross-eyed was considered bad luck. I guess bowed-legged 
is considered bad luck, and obviously oh. the left side is evil, so left-handed. Jensen is not bad luck. But I guess that was to prove that it was super, super lucky, and I guess if you killed it on a grave, it was even more, I don't know. Yeah, but that doesn't prove shit. They just wrote it down. Yeah. That could have been a bunny that got hit by a car in the middle of the freeway. (laughs) But they were broadcasting it as that, and there was no way to disprove it. Um, But unfortunately, that uh, that is 1908. Oh, those people. Okay. (laughs) 1908. I also didn't understand what really, I mean, I guess obviously in horrible, uh, close-minded ideals of racism, uh, I guess, because it specifically says a Negro. Yeah. But I don't know how that ties into it. Everything else just seems so off the charts that I was just, what? And like, does he have to be like fully cross-eyed or does it like, can be one (laughs) eye? What if it's the left eye? What if it's not an all the time cross-eyed? What if it's like a party trick? Do you, what, can you cross your eyes while you kill the rabbit i mean i know it's difficult but does it count (laughs) you just have to hit just make sure you hit right here yeah just aim for the one what if they're just chopping feet off and leaving the rabbit alive well that's the other thing there's like a lot of gimpy rabbits (laughs) running around poor rabbit (laughs) i know (laughs) roger the three-footed rabbit what if they give him little prosthetic feet that's actually how he got out of the handcuffs oh (laughs) it wasn't a real hand There goes my childhood. Sorry I ruined it for you. Rude! (laughs) Better go find me a rabbit's foot. I need some luck. I used to have one. It was yellow. I don't think I I ever had a rabbit's foot. Do you still have it? Because it could be real bad luck if you don't. No, it was one of those fake ones from like Kmart or something or a fair or what. I don't even know. A red-headed, cross-eyed, (laughs) bow-legged. Left-handed. Left-handed person did not. On a white horse. (laughs) They can't do it just themselves. How are you killing the bunny on a horse while no, over a grave? It, it wasn't like, specific. It didn't tell me like the how-to. It just told me what I needed. Do you get off the horse and then perform this thing? I don't know. Like, do you just have to ride into the cemetery on a white horse? What if the horse is cross-eyed? Oh, my God. What if the horse is bow-legged? What if the horse is a ginger? Just... What if it is a ginger horse? What if the white... Wait, but why does it... No, because it has to be a white horse. <laughs> okay. It was a horse of a different color. Wow. Okay. Now we're just extreme. <laughs> and this is where we've gone. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that unfortunately is all I have for you on rabbit's feet. So next episode we'll be doing is episode four from season three, which is Sin City. Ooh. Ooh. What a Sin City. Are we going to Vegas? Uh, no, we're going to Ohio. <laughs> oh, that's totally different. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Mm-mm. No, no Vegas yet. And after that kind of a luck that happened in this past episode, they probably shouldn't go to Vegas for a really long time. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, I can talk about it next time. What? There was a girl on Twitter who, let me go to find my, I took pictures, screenshots of it. She, Rihanna Melton, took a map, okay? And went episode by episode of every town that the Winchesters went through for the for 15 seasons and put a pin on the map. That's phenomenal. She has uh, from season season one, episode one through season 15, episode 20. They went over 330,000 miles and there are 329 pins on this map in each season. I mean, she was dedicated to this. That's a real MVP right there. She has a spreadsheet that tells you every episode 
the cities they visited, the miles they drove, the hours it took. Oh my God. Uh, every season has a different color string on the map. And then every pin has the city and the episode that it was in. That's phenomenal. It's pretty Obviously, extraordinary. True MVP right there. That is impressive. Like, I don't know if you can, you probably can't see it. Oh, I can kind of see it. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Holy crap. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, that's so everywhere cool, they were. It's insane. But I thought that was really cool that she did that. I saw that after the, um, fin- excuse me, after the finale. Ooh. She posted that. But that's, that's pretty neat. I forgot to share that at the beginning. It's okay. We'll share it at the end. We sandwich it. Sandwich yes. it with the. All the goodness. Or tiddly bits. All the tiddly bits and information bombs. <laughs> I thought you were going to say information bombs. Knowledge bombs. Like That's it. what I meant to say, knowledge bombs. Knowledge Write bombs that. and tiddly bits. Write that down. <laughs> knowledge bombs and tiddly bits? <laughs> Somebody saw my notes right now, they'd be like, the fuck? They saw your search history. That's also <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Bobby Singer's balls. <laughs> In, like, different variations of how to phrase. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So we want to give our an ending spiel? Let's do it. Thanks, guys, for listening to us. Thank you. Continue to listen to us. Share us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send YouTube. us an email. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. All the YouTubes. Anywhere you can find us uh, listening for your podcast Whatever tickles your fancy, whether it's Apple, whether it's iHeart, Spotify, you name it. Whatever blows your skirt up, as my dad would say. Wow. Yep. Okay, Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) But thanks, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.